Hey everyone, Joel here from the Empower Good Podcast. And before this episode begins, I wanted to bring your attention to an awesome event happening August 25 in Los Angeles, California. My good friend, Ashley Kachadorian, is putting this event on. It's called Cheap Seats Society. You can go to CheapSeatsSociety.com or check it out at Cheap Seat Society on Instagram. And what it is, there's going to be music, there's going to be a fashion show, an original film premiere, as well as a marketplace to buy sustainable clothing. It's all about education, inspiration, around the, the topic of living sustainably, helping the environment, and being intentional with the way we live. I want you to check it out. Go to CheapSeatSociety.com or check out the event's Instagram page, Cheap Seat Society on Instagram. And now, without further ado, let us jump right into my episode with Isaac Wines, recorded live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's going to be awesome. How can we help veterans? How can we help the environment? Isaac Wines has a really, really good solution. Stay tuned. Be inspired. Welcome to the show, man. It's uh, been a long work in progress, and I'm glad to have you on. We made it happen in the Midwest, so... Yes, and so for those of you who know, I'm actually at the uh, J Dog facilities right now in Milwaukee. Or it's not Milwaukee; it's, it's for all suburb. practical purposes, it's Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was actually on a long trip to New York, Washington D.C., Chicago, and then I was like, you know what? I was like, what? It's like right here, so I I drove up for the day, and um, it, it's cool to see you in person. And I just got the tour, which is even cooler. Yeah. And so uh, just, just as a means of introduction, just give a little elevator pitch as it were, who you are, what you do, and uh, how they can get a hold of you. So I'm Isaac Wines. I'm one of the two brothers that owns J-Dog Menominee Falls. Um, we're a veteran-owned junk removal franchise, um, all owned by local military veterans all over the country. So we have two main missions. We empower veterans um, through entrepreneurship and through our business, and we service the need to protect the environment and help out our community even though it does make money you're not in it for the money because yeah and we're not just serving the need just to go pick up customers junk and get it to the dump and move on to the next job we are really here to know who our customers are know what challenges they go through know who our employees are help them um, find a home and a family through employment and then um, find ways to better dispose of things for the environment so it's not we're always trying to go above and beyond. I think that's really awesome. Uh, just give us a little rundown. Like, how did you get into this? I know you were telling me, like, when you were a kid, like, you know, you would, like, pick scrap metal and, like, make some extra bucks here on the side. Yeah. Uh, how, did, how did that turn into you and your brother actually running a nationwide business? I remember, I, was, I remember when I was a kid, my dad and I would go out Tuesday nights to our neighborhood and drive the entire trash route. Um, picking up all people's metal that was going to go out for trash in the morning and we would take it and then before high school um, or before school in the morning he would take me to the scrapyard and we'd make a couple bucks and he kind of showed me the power of recycling those things and actually getting paid for it Um, and then in high school I was in a band full-time and I wanted to be a full-time musician and I was working three jobs and really nights and weekends of high school I would just want to make extra cash so I bought I owned a van and trailer for the band, and that's how we transported our gear and our people. So when we weren't playing shows, I used the same van and trailer to clean up people's basements and move them when I was 16, 17, 18 years old. You weren't, you weren't playing heavy metal, were you? I no, was. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, all heavy metal. So, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to put yeah, that No, yeah, it, it was a hardcore metal band. Uh, but at the same time, you were picking up metal. Yeah, I was picking up heavy metal. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. So then when my band was touring, uh, I toured for about four or five years all over the country out of high school, 
and I was working a full-time job, but um, I was also just cleaning out, I was, then I started cleaning out old warehouses in Milwaukee and rehabbing old buildings and doing large-scale projects, and it was just me and like a couple buddies, and um, my brother and I always planned out for about 10 years we wanted to start our own business, and he got home from a deployment and went through some life changes, and I was ready to phase out of the musician part of my life and my band, and um, we just kind of dropped everything we had two years ago uh, and went all in on this business. We didn't, we didn't work another job. We didn't take a paycheck from anything else. We literally just cut everything out of our lives and uh, started this business and wanted to grow it. Tell us about your guys' roles and relationship as well as like the, the, the exponential growth in yeah. like two years. Of so we bought a franchise, which is kind of, for people that don't know a lot about franchising, pretty much you buy a brand and a name and a process that works and you just have to be a leader to implement that process. With J-Dog, it was such a new company. It's a franchise that's only four years old. So we pretty much you buy the brand and the name and there's really no process on the back end that's developed for you. They say, hey, just go buy a truck and trailer and start hauling junk. Well, just hauling junk can mean, uh, that can mean a whole different line of business, like a whole new thing you have to develop. And if they aren't providing that for you, you have to come up with something on your own. That's where my brother and I found the value in buying a J-Dog. Um, so two years ago we started and from day one, we split up our responsibilities, which was critical in our growth. He, him and I could have made a lot more money day to day if him and I were hauling junk in the truck all day, but we would have never grown as a business because no one's out networking and promoting the brand. So he didn't even really step foot in a truck from day one. We hired a part-time guy and me and a part-timer figured out how to, how to haul the junk and he figured out how to start getting customers and start growing our brand. Um, so really two years ago is the two of us, a truck and a trailer, and um, now we're over, I think, 40 or 50 employees somewhere there with 22 trucks and seven locations nationwide. That's really awesome. Uh, in the tour, you gave, uh, you told a story about one of your employees, which yep. is really powerful. Give us that summary there. And just as a, I, I thought it was just a beautiful illustration of really that just kind of encapsulates the mission of J-Dog. Oh, yeah. I mean, Steve, Steve's one of our employees, and he is the poster child of why J-Dog exists. He... Uh, is a 62-year-old Marine vet. He was in from 74 to 78 out in um, Hollywood. And he was uh, uh, he had struggled with alcohol and uh, alcohol abuse for many, many years and had a lot of um, family issues for over the years. And really, for the past, he's been sober about uh, 10 years now. And he lost a lot of his family due to alcoholism, lost jobs. He was pretty much... Just, he was homeless, he was jobless, he was jailed. He ended up in jail more times than he can remember. Um, and he wasn't living a great life. So 10 years ago, he got sober and he went to the VA for help. And the VA said, hey, we're going to try to find you a job. And he went through seven, eight jobs and they just couldn't find the right fit for him because he, he cared too much about the work he was doing. He wanted to make a difference in society. But when he was washing tables in a cafeteria, for example, he didn't really find that sense of purpose. And they didn't really value his employment. He didn't know his boss's name, which was an issue. So we found him a year and a half ago. It was kind of a challenge to figure out why he, what skills he had and why he acted the way he had because he was an alcoholic for so many years. Um, and that really messed with his brain a lot. But he's, I mean, he's a great guy. Um, so he's been hired for us for a year and a half now. And he's truly the lifeblood of our company. I mean, he, um, he comes in seven days a week, 365 days a year. The guys know they can see him. He's, one of the, he's the earliest guy to show up, and he's one of the last to leave every single day. 
and he just lives and breathes J-Dog, but he found a home, he found somewhere he can come to every day and feel accepted and feel a sense of purpose again. Um, and it really just keeps him away from any bad habits that he would ever have to deal with in life. And um, so it was a very meaningful story of us being able to hire him as a full-time employee. And the RPR company through J-Dog wrote a story about it. And then um, the New York Times picked up that same article and wrote it about him. So he's kind of become a nationwide celebrity and he doesn't even care. He just likes hauling junk. There's no more feel-good story than that. Like if that's why our company exists. We just use junk removal as our avenue and as our discipline to hire veterans and empower them. I really see it just transformation is like the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Both in people's lives uh, as well as the environment. Talk to, us real, talk to us real quick about just how you guys strive to, to do, I, literally just go the extra mile. Um, but tell us about the environment side and how J-Dog is actually making a difference there too and how you're different which kind of also is another illustration about just complete transformation, that, that complete transformation is possible. Exactly, so the environmental responsibility really comes from my brother and I and the way we grew up. We knew that if we were gonna do a junk removal company, we wanted to make our um, main approach to it that it would be an environmentally friendly company. So we developed a process that we're um, able to recover about 80% of the goods that we bring in. Yeah, I mean, for, our, for example, like if you have a traditional trash company or a junk removal company, you have your um, mixed-use recyclables that waste management comes and picks it up and they bring it to the material recycling facility, a MRF, and then they sort it from there. Really, what we're doing here is we're kind of acting as that in the same way. We're sorting all of our cardboard, paper, plastics, books, all the metals are getting recycled, everything, um, even down to, I, don't, I didn't even show you this in the tour, but we're recycling all of our clothing, shoes, purses, belts, and all that gets sorted by hand. And, and it's not like we just throw all that into one bin. No, we really sort it all. And then we build strategic partnerships with other companies that do exist and they're looking for this product. We just have to build that relationship and put in that effort. Give me an example of a, an item or a category of item that we wouldn't normally think about that gets recycled or that you guys like were able to find like some weird partnership to get rid of. Um, Honestly, the books was a big thing for me. I didn't realize how big of a market that is. And then also just the clothing. The clothing was huge. It either gets donated, and if they can't use it for donation, they actually ship it down to Texas, and they shred it. Like, they use all that stuff for making the inside of dog beds. It's all, they do it all in an environmentally... Uh, J-dog all the way. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> they do it all in an environmentally friendly way, but it's just another way you wouldn't think of. That's really cool. Literally, you're embodying Empire Good, using your talents and energies to impact people, and you're impacting the environment, you're impacting veterans, which is, I just want to say this real quick about veterans, and that is that it's just one of those things in our society that like we know is a problem, and we know there needs to be a solution, but everyone is just kind of baffled. You know, it's a very complex situation, you know? No one knows how to, no one really knows the correct way to help. They just think that donating money to a certain cause is gonna help them, and veterans aren't looking for a handout or a donation. They're looking to, be accepted into society and have a sense of purpose. Yeah, That's why our mission statement is we're serving our community the same way we've served our country. What is something that you're personally working on right now that just maybe in your personal life or whatever, something you want to advance with? Um, I mean, my main mission is definitely the product disposal of J-Dog. Uh, my brother's goal, and we have a whole team trying to find veterans out in the country um, to provide them the opportunity to work. Um, and that's great. I meet with these veterans. I help start up their sites all over the country, and that's great. 
um, and they're the best business owners out there to no end. Um, like working with veterans is such a relief. Um, they just get, they get it. It's great. Um, but really my main focus is like if I could develop new eco-sustainable solutions for disposing of our product, we're at an 80% recovery rate right now at this facility for all of our goods. Eventually we want to be above 95% wow. recovered of all the goods that we bring in so that we can bring in any type of material into this facility and recover it no matter what it is pretty much. And our guys know it front to back. And also, I mean, I really don't speak to that too often, but we're bringing in these younger guys, I mean, 22, 23-year-olds that just got out of a four-year term for the military or, or even just out of high school and they didn't join the military. And we're teaching them um, the importance of hiring veterans, but also protecting the environment. I mean, you think of the millennial age right now, most people just buy stuff from Ikea, then they move once into a new apartment, that stuff breaks, they throw it out on the curb. And they don't really don't think about where that goes and and how it gets disposed of in our society, but then millennials are complain complaining about our landfills being filled up. So bringing um, our employees in um, to train or to educate them on how the system works and how we can change the system really helps grow this generation and it grows with this company. We've talked about you know helping veterans, the environment, media, et cetera, et cetera. What would you say in just like a couple couple one-liner summary to somebody who knows they want to make an impact in the world. Here you are, 25. I thought you were older because of all you accomplished uh, and because you're taller than I am. <laughs> I'm pretty tall. <laughs> I gave you a hug when we first met. I was like, it's tippy-toe. <laughs> but uh, what would you say, like, in summary, to kind of summarize, like, what you want the people listening to, to get out of it? They want to make a difference. What should they do? The biggest thing that I've had to accept is I wish I could help more people every day. I wish I could inspire more people. And like, it frustrates me that I can't get coffee with inspiring people every single day and like motivate them and help them. And um, it actually came out of lyrics of a song that I listened to. And it was just find out what, find out what you love doing in this world. Don't try to change the world. Just find out what you love doing and do that every single day for the rest of your life. And eventually the world will change. So... For some odd reason, I love junk removal. It's the weirdest thing. I walk into a warehouse full of thousands of pounds of debris, whatever it is, metal, recyclables, whatever, junk, and my eyes light up instantly. I'm weird as hell like that. Um, but I walk into warehouses and people's basements, and I just look at it as a challenge and opportunity. Like, I don't know what's behind these boxes or how we're going to get that heavy fridge out of a basement or how we're going to move that 1,000-pound machine in a factory, but like it's a challenge to me and I love being up against that challenge. And I never thought that me doing junk removal and being so um, environmentally friendly and caring about recycling stuff was gonna impact so many people's lives. But we just kept our eyes open and we um, thankfully found the J-Dog brand to help hire veterans while we were doing it to make it all around a good cause. Um, so really that's just my main motivation for people is like hey just be open to talking to people meet with people learn about their lives but really just find out what you love doing and you're good at and you like doing and just do that every single day i mean this business started two years ago with my brother and i in a truck and a trailer and like i said we're over 50 employees now and literally like a month after we started our business we bought our second truck and i got to hire my bassist for my old band and his twin brother and teach them how to do junk removal. And I thought that was the coolest day of my life. Like I got to hire my best friends and give them a job and teach them about what I like doing. And like, that was just two employees. Like now we're up to 50. I can't even tr keep track of what we do all day, every day. But 
so like I just get ins- I just get excited about the little things. I don't know, yeah. um, and I don't take what we've done or the building that we've built or how many employees we have for granted. Like I still think back to how humble I was two years ago when I had the opportunity to start a business. I just know where I came from, who I am, what I like, what I'm good at. And I just take all those skills. I don't dwell on what I'm bad at. And I just take all those skills and move on with my life. Connect with good people. I mean, use people as your resource. People is the biggest part of our company by far. Um, Anyone can haul junk. Anyone can buy a building and buy trucks and trailers and go out and do what we do. But surround yourself with good quality people and always pushing for the best of them. That's my advice too. Like I had to... Um, over the past two, three years, especially with starting my business, unfortunately, I had to eliminate a handful of my friends from my friend group just because they were kind of toxic to me. I mean, they were still stuck in the rock star stage of just whatever, whatever that means. I mean, drinking, smoking, being lazy, just working your part-time job to play a show on the weekends. And that's fine. As long as they're happy, that just wasn't me. I had to meet and surround myself with, with inspiring people. And that's just helped me tremendously grow as a person and as a business. I've just been in a whole new headspace the past two years. Um, I appreciate you being on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been inspiring. And But uh, what, what's your handles? How can people get a hold of you if they want to connect with you, have you on their show, or uh, just say what's up? Yeah, so on Instagram or anything, you can just find me at Isaac Wines. It's I-S-A-A-C-W-E-I-N-S. Uh, but if you just look up J-Dog, look at what we're doing. Follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. And Thanks so. for being on the show, man. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Your attention, the fact that you give your time and attention to this podcast means so much. I pray and I hope that you're inspired to go out there and do something awesome. If you are inspired, please do take a screenshot of this episode, what you're listening to right now, share it on social, tag a friend, and let me know that you have been blessed. I would really, really appreciate that. Also, stay tuned for this this week's episode of the audio vlog coming out this Wednesday, as well as an awesome, awesome episode with none other than Ashley Kachadorian from the intro that's doing Cheap Seat Society. Uh, it's coming up this next week. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. And by the way, don't forget to empower good.